0: So welcome back to Political-ish. Uh, we are here with one of my favorite guests, Josh Emmett, the number seven ranked, and God, I always get this wrong, the number seven ranked featherweight in the UFC. You got it. How you been, man? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on again. You don't look like a featherweight. <laughs> not right now. <laughs> you look like a no, weight. Not right now, but uh, <laughs> but I will be shortly when you I come be. back. yeah. How, so how's that looking uh well t- well before we get on that um you had uh, what was the actual injury that you had it was pretty yeah, bad so on my yeah my last fight
1: I um that you it, won it was june 20th um of last year 2020 i fought shane burgos um in the co-main event at ufc vegas 3 mm-hmm. and uh the first 19 seconds of the first round i had a bad injury. It was like the second exchange. Um, I kind of blitzed in, he stiff-armed me. And, and with that, I kind of hyperextended my, my knee. (laughs) And, and with that, I completely tore my ACL. I had partial tearing in my MCL. I had a a Baker cyst that everyone has Baker cyst in the back of their knees. Mine ruptured. Um, when the, when the ACL snapped, the femur and tibia hit so hard together that, uh, I had a, I fractured my femur femur and tibia and had some other like issues with the cartilage in between uh, the knee. So man, it hurt like hell. And uh, you know, I had a game plan going into that fight that I wanted to completely you know outclass him even though he's a phenomenal fighter comes from a great camp um he's a really dangerous fighter as well but i think the ufc wanted him to win that fight to be honest with you probably just the way that they were you (laughs) know just the way that they're there there's always a narrative you know to and someone they're trying to build up and uh yeah definitely i think they wanted him to win but Mm -hmm. like what i've always said as long as i'm winning fights that's the only thing that matters they won't be able to deny me when i get there you know and uh dana white was talking about um, the winner of that fight was going to be in talks of, you know, contention and things like that and be up there in the talks of the guys in the top three, the top five. And, uh, yeah, so I, I got a fight of the night, um, fight of the night bonus. And then also, uh, we were in the talks for fight of the year candidate, yeah, you know, even though I didn't think, I didn't think that it was fight of the year because there were some great fights and I didn't get a fight at my hundred percent, uh, capacity and capabilities you know i i felt like i was fighting i fought the guy on one leg and my my game plan went out the window in the first 19 seconds
0: but it was still it was still a competitive fight strictly because yeah. i i hurt myself yeah i mean how you could win a fight right with essentially your leg blown up and okay man because i walk into the bedroom and if it's dark and if i hit my toe hits that bedpost, <laughs> like i'm on the ground and i'm tapping you know what i mean <laughs> just my little toe So the idea that my complete leg can be blown out and useless, but I'm still going to fight someone who knows how to fight, right? That's, that's just beyond me. So, I mean, what, how do you do that? I I think it's just my, uh, man, it's just my will
1: to win and my, I don't know, just, I, I trained so hard for this and you know, I, I, I've talked about this in the past with my, my mindset and everything yeah. like that. I, I've worked with a mind coach I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always say like, I'm never going to let anyone outwork me. I know Shane had phenomenal cardio and people were like, Josh is going to gas in this fight. And I was telling everyone, I'm like, I will keep up with his, you know, conditioning and I'll, you know, I'll exceed that. Um, But anyways, like I'll say, and go back to my mindset, it's like, I'm, I think we even talked about this in the past, like, I'm willing to go through hell and endure a lot of like pain. And and I know it's going to hurt. Like, I, I get my body and mind ready mm-hmm. to, to kind of endure pain. And I accept that I, I welcome that, you know, it's, uh, because I'm fighting one of the best guys in the world. Like, I'm going to get hit in the face. This is a fight. Um, and, and, and I'm just, like I said, I'm willing to go through whatever as long as I get my hand raised. So when I, I did that with my knee, it's like I knew right away. And it's like, you know, I know the big ligaments and everything, like MCLs on the inside, the ACLs on the outside. My outside of my left knee was killing me. And I had no stability. It just kept buckling. And right then I was just like, man, I, I had to make a decision. Um you know I was kind of talking to myself like, oh, this is, you know, just saying how shitty this was and you know like of course this happened the best I felt going into a fight and everything. But then I just like, I decide like, I look at the clock, there's like 14 minutes left. I'm like telling myself, you'll be happy with a win. Just, you know, give it your all 14 more minutes and you'll be happy with the win. And And for me, I've always said, I'm never gonna just give up or quit. And you see that with, Tons of fighters and, and whether they're they're lacking conditioning, maybe they don't have the the desire and the will that I have to win and what I'm trying to chase and accomplish, um, when the ref is telling you, protect yourself and they're, they're on all fours and they're just doing this and they're getting the hit in the face, it's like, you have to move, you have to do something. But in my mind, I'm like, they won out, just stop the fight. Like I'm saying, I will never do that. You literally have to like, put me out um or or catch me in like a submission or something yeah
0: you know that's pretty funny because when we were we were talking to chuck liddell on Mm -hmm. one of our last episodes he said the same thing he said if i can tap i can hit the guy yeah so so i'm not tapping you have to knock me out yeah i'm not gonna tap like or
1: or unless someone catches you and like it depends on the circumstance too like say well i'm fighting for the title mm -hmm. and say it's the fifth round I'm dominating the fight and say there's 15, 20 seconds left and I get an arm bar. That's what he said. I'm letting him break my arm and, and yeah. I will, you know, I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll win the belt. But if it's something, if someone's seeing something in so deep early mm-hmm. on, it's kind of like, ah, you, you got me, you know, <laughs> you, you got me. I'm not going to let him snap my arm, but it, if it was a huge like reward, Oh, hundred percent snap yeah. my arm. I'll, I'll get my hand raised right. after. And then I'll I'll deal with that injury.
0: Yeah, I think he said the same thing. He said like uh, unless someone has something you know it's going to end your career, right? Yeah, and yeah, hundred percent. You know you're going to do it. like but maybe other your neck that,
1: or back or something. Yeah. You're, like some of those twisters. Like you feel yeah. so much like just pressure on your spine. That's like a complete different story, you know.
0: Well brings up another another question what's the what's the hardest you've ever been hit who's hit you the hardest
1: yeah i've i've talked about this in the past when i was fighting on the regional scene uh, oh really uh, yeah actually um i was a champion in west coast fighting championship uh here in sacramento you, is that where you fought the dude who was like six foot five i fought a guy that was uh i saw a video he of that was, yeah i think he was six five or six six dude, yeah. he was huge yeah he was like a foot taller yeah. Like yeah. Who, he he who was your, literally who, a foot who taller your manager,
0: man. How do you let that happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, the
1: whole thing with that is like, I was training for another fight. And, uh, at that time you only make money when you, when you fight, you know, and, and that's how we make money now. So, but it's, it's a lot less than, but I'm like selling tickets. I get local sponsors and it's not like I'm doing a whole lot for them at that time, but they're just, they're supporting me, kind of helping me out. Um, I'll sell shirts, all this type of stuff. My opponent got injured, um, like maybe it was the week before we were supposed to fight. And uh, it was off. So if I didn't fight, then I'm screwed. I, I you know, I trained for that. I, I had all these ticket sales, everyone's coming to watch me fight. Um, they're like, Hey, we have this guy. Um, he's normally a welterweight and a middleweight 170 and 185. I was fighting at 155 at the time. And I was like, screw it, I'll go up. And, and so I went up a weight class and it fought at welterweight. And um, yeah he was so tall you know it's like if you guys can pull up those pictures it's like he was (laughs) so tall like um and that was definitely that was an awkward fight you know yeah yeah i I won won, but it's like he was just surprisingly strong he was super long and it's it's hard for someone like that you know it's like it's like tyson you gotta i have to get inside right which is more dangerous for me um but i but i have to because i can't sit at bay and like you know right jab him and stuff Mm -hmm. but going back to who hits me the hardest uh it's this guy christos yagos he's in the ufc now he fights at 155 he was actually in the ufc he was doing really well um and then when the ufc had all these budget cuts and stuff they were trying to save money they they cut him which i was surprised and he was the former i want to say rfa which is a big feeder league to the UFC. He was the RFA champion. He was some other champion at league. He got in the UFC. He was like, I want to say he was like two and one, but he got cut. He was trying to work his way back to the UFC. So I was his first fight. Um, you know, now I was the champion. I was one of the top prospects in the country next to go in the UFC. So he thought he was just going to like, he's like, who's this guy? This guy's eight. No, You know, I've never heard of him. You know, I'm one of the top athletes in the world. I'm going to like run through him and I'm fighting at 155 at the time. Um, But I always said he was one of the hardest hitting guys. And if that, that fight was one of the best fights that so many people that were actually there talk about to this day. Like Mm -hmm. the, the energy, the atmosphere, like it was so damn loud. And it's like the, the fight video on YouTube doesn't do justice. Like you can't hear it. Like literally Christos Yagos, uh, the Spartan, he trains out of LA and he's, uh, yeah, he, but he hit me, he hit me really hard. And in one time he actually hit me um, and it hit me right in the throat, like the, the side of the, oh, or the neck, right in the neck where the artery is. And I felt this crazy tingling like, oh sensation all the way to my head. And I was just, I was grateful at the time. I was like, man, I'm glad he didn't land that on the chin, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've always said it like he's, he's a, he's a good dude. And, and I was the first person to ever knock him out. So It was tough for me because I was always having to fight UFC veterans. I was having to fight guys with like 30, 40 pro fights just because of the team I came from, my wrestling background. Um, So, yeah, that that was he's the guy that's uh, definitely he
0: hit the hardest and the hardest I ever been hit. So if you if you were to be hit like someone, you know, you're going to take a super hard hit. Do you want to see it coming or do you not want to see it coming? yeah i want to see it coming yeah you
1: do because those are the ones like when you see people loading up you know and like really just throwing everything they have into it Mm -hmm. like you can at least block it um yeah they hurt those hurt but the ones that you don't see coming even if it's like a a soft hit like a softer hit but it just hits you on the button or clips you on the chin the ones you don't see coming are the ones that like drop you and knock you out you know what i mean so people always think like you know, Jeremy Stevens like hit me the, the hardest. See, that's what they think. That's what I thought you were gonna he, say, yeah, he, Jeremy Stevens. Yeah, he hit he hit hard as hell, but I'm just saying the one that he sat me down with, that was not a hard hit. It was just, I didn't see that coming. Like I blocked one and then he came barely over the top of uh, my glove and just, it barely clipped me on the chin. And that was the first time I've ever been dropped. You know what I mean? But it's, I didn't see it coming. It did not hurt um but he hit hard but yeah. i'm saying christos yagos just hit that harder. was that was the guy that i just remember like he hit hard and we had this crazy back and forth mm-hmm. war for it was supposed to be five rounds because it's for my title and we fought for this other title um but but i put him away in the third but the end of the third but we were just going back and forth and like i had him you know wobbled so many times and he would just keep coming and coming yagos huh? yeah christos Dude, yagos what, like
0: what's kept him from coming up
1: politics he, he's no he's doing really well oh, yeah? He, he, yeah he's, he he's doing well he he after he lost to me he went into like he was super depressed from that <laughs> yeah. you know because he thought he was just going to run through me and get back into the ufc and then he had to go back and string a ton of wins together and then he got back in the ufc mm. and uh yeah he's been he's been doing well he some of the fights he, he lost mm. a fight because he takes those short notice fights like if someone gets injured he's he's the guy to like hey i'll, I'll hop in there and then he does really well but then he'll Gas he's gassed in one of his fights in the third round just mm-hmm. because he t- took it on short notice. You know, he didn't put in a full camp even though he was probably training hard. It's just different when you you take something that short of notice and the other guy's been preparing 8 to 12 weeks right. and then you're in good shape for like the average person but you're
0: not in that fight shape at the elite level. All right. Okay. All right man, so okay, speaking of hardest hits. All right, give me some advice here cuz you know, I got a mouth <laughs> so sometimes I'm out in public, right? you know what one of my biggest fears is, because like um, people, I'll always say, man I'm afraid to get in a fight um, in public. And yeah here's the reason. Why is that Because I used to be an EMT, right? Oh, okay. I used to drive an ambulance, and I used to work in an emergency room, and I cannot tell you how many people I had that um, went into a coma, right? just from from hitting their, head, from on hitting their head on the ground., yeah. and a lot of them were sucker punched, yeah A lot of them thought the fight was over. Right. Yeah. And then boom, they get hit in the head. Right. Yeah. And then it's not necessarily the tough guy. And he had this great hit. But if you're not expecting it, see, right? those are the ones you don't see coming. you <laughs> don't mean? see coming. No, right. I'm telling you, that do the most yeah. damage. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. my big fear is like, I'm going to get into like, you know, some altercation and then I'm going to get sucker punched, fall and hit my head. Or mm-hmm. that I'm going to do something and somebody's going to fall and hit their head and die. 100%. Right. And now, you know, my life has changed. So, anyway. So, I always want to be prepared for that street mm-hmm. that street fight when it comes, right? So, give me some advice, man. I'm in a street <laughs> fight, right? Not with you, yeah. but uh, no,
1: I, I, with I a think normal it,
0: guy. I think it depends, too. Like, I've been in,
1: like, situations where big fights have mm-hmm. broke out. And, mm-hmm. like, the first thing that, like, you know, I'm not going to try to hop in the mix of something, especially if they're not doing anything to myself or, like, one of my my friends or family members. But it's like, but the first thing like I'll do is I'll, I'll find like a wall, you know? So strictly for that, especially like a corner, if it that's was like wild. this, I would just go like that way because then no one can come up and sucker punch you, Dude, you know, you smart. can just look both ways and you can see out of your peripherals and no one's going to come sucker punch you. So always find, find a like, wall, find a wall or like a corner would be best, you know, <laughs> and just kind of chill there. Um, but yeah, if, if, if you're good. in like a confrontation What's with someone, I, oh. I would just hit them. Like I would say I would be first. Like if, if you're in a, obviously, always be first. Always be first. It's like, I'm saying like, also it's like now, like, especially I'm always trying to avoid things okay. and, and I have for that's a long a time. Always like, try to avoid. Yeah. Like try, I'll that. try to like be the mediator or talk things down. Like, yeah. Hey, it's all good. Like, sorry, you know, you know, swallow your pride. But, but sometimes that's hard. And I felt like when I was younger, that was really tough. If someone's like saying something to me and then like, even sometimes like my wife would be like, cause she knows who I am. She's like, don't say anything. I'm like, it it. It, it kills me inside you know like <laughs> mm-hmm. and sometimes i i just have to do that but uh yeah if someone's you know they're going to they're trying to say someone drunk and they're trying to right. it's inevitable you're going to fight this person i can't run i would just i would just land a punch first just throw a straight punch like obviously like you said Liddell said hit him in the throat sometimes it's it's hard if you have that adrenaline like I feel like I could do it but I'm saying just if you were to get in a fight right now like you're maybe you'd have a you'd have a lot more adrenaline things would slow down Mm -hmm. and be like a, a stressful situation so I would just throw a straight punch as hard as you can aim for a target right in here you know anywhere like i would aim for the chin but make it straight, right? Yeah, straight punch. Like yeah. I I also always think too most people most people do not know how to fight like 100%. They're big and bad and they can talk and do all this stuff and whether the size of them, you know, that some people are just big and they they think because they're mm-hmm. big they can fight. That that means absolutely nothing. Um most people are right-handed so i always just kind of i would watch someone's arm too you know what i mean think most people are going to throw some sloppy right. hook or some weird <laughs> like they're throwing a baseball but yeah okay. it, if it's inevitable punch you're going to you. get in a fight i would just throw a straight punch right, right. to their face as hard as you can you are, know and then yeah are they going to try to be floyd Mayweather and keep their hands down here right? yeah it's like all their bad shoulder. yeah it's
0: yeah,
1: yeah. all bad but first thing you know like find a wall if, if a big thing is going on you don't want to get sucker punched or people have friends um Yeah, that that actually happened to me a long time ago, man. What happened? I I got jumped um, when I was, uh, let's see, this was in like 2007. Um, I went to a bar with some friends and this is in like the the, the summertime. And uh, one of my coworkers brought a friend, uh, you know, like we were pre-gaming before we go out to the bars back then. Mm. And uh, so I met him. He was a cool dude, like Samoan dude, big guy. We left the bar and when we walked out. Like straight in front of me, it was him. He was face down on the concrete, and this guy was kicking him in the face. The big other, Samoan, yeah. And these were other Tongan guys. So uh, like, okay. so yeah. it was like the Samoans and the Tongans, and this is in like, you know, it's like in East Palo Alto. So like, I'm staying away from that they, shit. But they have a lot of things. But I'm <laughs> saying the guy was kicking him in the face. The other guy was on his back hitting him, and like I just saw that. It's hard for me to now looking back at it. It's like I'd probably do the same thing, but instantly i see that and i don't really know the guy i just met him it's one of my coworkers' friends i run over there and i throw this guy that's on his back into the car and then the guy that's kicking him in the face starts coming at me and i'm like okay i'm gonna have to fight this huge ass guy and then all of a sudden i get sucker punched by someone else there was like four of them huge hmm. guys and at that time i'm out on my feet because i don't remember anything and then what all the witnesses said and stuff um is i was like trying to fight these guys and then someone else sucker punched me and then they were doing the same thing to me. My, Uh, my face, that's why I have this huge scar. My face smack just landed straight on the concrete. Where were your boys? Yeah, they, they didn't, they didn't (laughs) do anything. (laughs) It was my coworkers. And and this is the time I was Uh, in, I weren't fighters. No, it's, and and that's the thing I I have like my coaches. I was on a wrestling scholarship and I have all my wrestling teammates that were like, why the hell didn't you go out with us? My coaches were pissed. My friends from back here, my close friends were all pissed, but at these guys cause they didn't do anything. But then I was thinking about it and I'm like, they don't fight. Like that's right. probably a, these huge ass guys. Like they're stressed out, freaking out. They probably don't know what to do. That's, it's my fault for getting in the mix. But <laughs> in the end they were looking for these guys. Cause it was like um, the guy that was getting beat up, the big like Samoan, he was in the, we were in like the ICU. He was in a neck brace, huge guy. His face was purple and black, lumped up, looked like someone beat him with a Uh, baseball bat. And the the police officer was, you know, asking me questions and saying that I, if it wasn't for me, you know, they were looking for the guys because it was like attempted murder. Like he was in a bad place. And if it wasn't for me, he may have died. Like he had so much trauma to his head, but I had, you know, I tore up my head. I broke my jaw too. So it was bad. I, I shattered this side and, and, broke this side. God, um, did they ever so, get him? No. Not that it mattered. No, not that it mattered. <laughs> but, I, yeah. but but it's like the same thing. Like even looking back at it, knowing that that happened to me, I probably would have done the same thing just because you know I I can't see yeah, I you can't fight. do that. No, but even I wasn't even like professional fighter at the time. I always knew I wanted to do it. I was wrestling, you know, at yeah, the four yeah. year level, but I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. It's hard for me not to help someone in a situation
0: like that. Well can I tell you something? If I would have been there, <laughs> I would have been in a corner. If that's good. <laughs> I would have been in a with the other guys. <laughs> yeah, I would have been waiting. And if they would have come, man, I would have been ready. But <laughs> Bob and weave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best advice I've had in a long time. Hey, so, when are you looking for your next fight? When is that going to be? Um, man, I I wanted to fight in
1: July or August. That was like my mm-hmm. my time frame. But I've been having a lot of other issues from the surgery that I yeah. had because I did a full ACL reconstruction um, using the patellar. Uh, tendon so Mm -hmm. they they take out like the the bone from the tibia the middle third of the patella tendon and the patella the kneecap and then they like you know screw through your knees and they put the new acl in there it's a very invasive surgery Mm -hmm. and so my acl is strong i've been healing really well from that but the complications i've been having is from where they took the graft for whatever reason um my patella tendon did not heal back together and either did my patella so (laughs) technically it was like I was doing well in in physical therapy and then I want to say man I went back out to Vegas did more PT um, like the three-month marker and I was talking to the surgeon I said I have so much anterior knee pain and they're like well let's see if it kind of goes away in the next month if not let's get another MRI so I still had pain four months after the surgery and it was getting worse and so i did an mri and then they said that you have a huge vertical tear in your patella never Mm -hmm. healed back together and you technically have a fractured kneecap that's they're like no wonder why you're in so much pain um so then i had to go to like plan b there's there's a doctor um here in sacramento that's helped me with tons of injuries and he's done a lot of like prp um injections when i've had other like injuries that haven't healed that well and he 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 does a lot of research on stem cells so um you know i contacted him and he's like well let's go this route um so i i set up the surgery date so it was about six months my tendon and bone did not heal um from where they took the graft three and a half months ago, we did the, the stem cell injection. So they drill into my back with like literally a power tool. They extract the bone marrow and they spin it. And then he injected, you know, my bone marrow into my, my patella right through the kneecap into the tendon. Mm -hmm. And with that, it started some like, um, healing agents and growth factors. Yeah. So, so it didn't heal zero to six Mm -hmm. months, no healing. In the last three and a half months, it's, uh, it's really started to heal. My my tendon is almost all the way healed, and my patella has like about forty five percent bone growth from nothing. Okay, so that was a positive. You know, I, I saw him last Friday, and uh, I was happy about that. But I'm still still behind, so it's probably going to be towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, that's, that sucks. And I don't want <laughs> us to talk too much about this because I don't want your next opponent to like, oh, everyone it's knows. Patella. I don't care. Try to kick yeah. my front leg. I'll, I'll answer with a big right hand. Well, you got a tough division, man, because you know some of the guys in, in front of you a little frightening you got uh max holloway this is a beat who i cannot pronounce his last name effectively <laughs> so i don't want to do it but i think we know what are talking about is a beat so when i look at it so holloway's 5'11 i mean mm-hmm. you're you and i are about the same height right mm-hmm. um holloway's 5'11 beats six foot one yeah like how do you, how are you gonna how do you gonna take on a guy like that yes yeah, it's, it's this thing like you know i was fighting at lightweight 155
1: um, everyone's taller than me. And that's the reason why I dropped down to 145, just because a lot of people have the reach. No one was ever stronger than me. They don't overpower me. Um, but then again, I'm still short for the division at 45. So yeah. uh like guys our size, we have to we have to make it a a dangerous fight in a sense. Like I have to get inside. I have to close the distance so I can land my big power shots to the body, um, to the head, things like that. Whereas those guys they like to kind of stay at a distance and, and yeah, on the outside, like, why wouldn't you, if, if I was six one, I'd be in heaven. I would just focus on my jab and my front kicks and push kicks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like they can just, and obviously they can do a lot more than that, but I'm just saying they have the advantage if, if I just stay at bay. So, you know, it's more dangerous for me, but that's, that's where I kind of thrive in.
0: But you're not afraid of any of these guys.
1: No, no. I, I think a lot of like, obviously they're, they're, all really good, but like the reason why I got into the sport is because you know I I think I'm one of the best fighters on the planet. I'm getting close. I'm ranked number seven in the world in the featherweight division. There's literally you know a handful of guys in front of me. Um, everyone's dangerous, but like my ultimate goal is to be a world champion. And yeah. you have to beat the best to be the best. Dude, so. when, you, when you fight for that
0: shit, you got to give me tickets. Yeah, come on, man. You got to yeah, well, you got to well, help for brother sure. out. Come on, man. For sure. So. For sure. <laughs> I want to see you walk out. I want. To, what, what's your walkout song? Uh, so
1: I do like a little, uh, kind of like a mix. It's, uh, do you know, who Revolution is. It's a, it's a reggae band. Um, no. they're, they're awesome. It's one of my you go fa- reggae. My one of my favorite re- uh, reggae bands. Dude, but it's a mix. Like like first, I come out to it's like Brother Lynch. I refuse to lose. Yeah. So it's you know it's, oh, it's okay. that. And then it has okay. a mix up of like just yeah. a bunch of stuff about Sacramento, and then it goes in transitions uh. into. Sky's the limit by Revolution. Okay. It's, uh, you put a mix together.
0: Did you do that? We we can. We can. <laughs> I didn't do together? it, but one of
1: my friends that's a DJ, he's, okay. uh, he put it together and he DJ'd our wedding. And then he, he put this together like in 2016 when I fought at, uh, the at Golden Arco? One oh, Center. Gold one, right. It was the first UFC, uh, card at the Golden One in 2006. And he made it then and then it just kind of stuck. You know, I just keep coming out to yeah, it. Yeah. And then when I fought again in 2019 there, the Sacramento loves it. And I feel like, you know, i'm always
0: representing the 916 always i don't see any 916 tattoos though (laughs) man you gotta get that (laughs) i think you know it's kind of funny i think the walkout songs when a guy does the same one over and over and you just associate that song like uriah 100 yeah california love yeah yeah Yeah. damn that dude like has actually kind of fucked that song up for me now because you think of him i think of him i want to be thinking of him it's (laughs) funny because even sometimes uh like
1: obviously it's it's a popular song so yeah. in practice and stuff it's always it'll just come on and and uh danny castillo one of my coaches and he fighting the ufc awesome guy he's he's a he's the funniest guy but he'll always like give uriah a hard time he's like come on man you gotta put this song on like but, even, <laughs> but yeah you do associate people like yeah. especially if you're a, a fight fan like there's some you know like when shogun walked out to that like i forget the name mm-hmm. of it, it's like that techno but you just anytime like sandstorm these, yeah sandstorm yeah yeah but it's like you're you associate it so you hear and then you just, you know, right. it takes you back in time or you think of them. It's or just like Conor some...
0: McGregor with
1: his Irish, yeah. uh, that Irish song yeah. that he plays. And when um, Mendez walked out, it was to... Uh... Oh, he's a big hunter, right? Yeah, he's a big hunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's uh, awesome. Great yeah. fighter. And yeah, yeah he, he has a lot of good things going you know, on for him.
0: It was that one fight. It was that one fight.
1: Yeah, I think it, that that was just... I thought he, he was winning that fight. He was, but well, he took it Connor. on. He, he took it on ten day notice. You yeah, know? and oh. that's the thing. He he gasped. Like if yeah. he had a four week, six week camp, yeah. I think he completely dominated. Because he was that. winning. Yeah, yeah, and he did that fresh off the couch. You know what I mean? <sighs> that's um, good because it was payday. But it was, yeah. He he has a four I, week I, camp. I think he dominates. I think that I fight. actually
0: might change the name of this podcast to that. Fresh off the couch. That was good. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I never I never thought yeah. about that term before in my life. Fresh off the couch. Um, so speaking of fights. Uh-huh. So we're here to talk about some fights that are coming up. So we're going to look for you towards the end of, end of this year. Hopefully that's the plan. I hope so too. I really do. Cool, um, thank you. Because I want to want to see you back in there. Because I've never seen you fight, um, you know. Live. Live. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, so one of the reasons I wanted to touch base with you again is this this fight that's coming up, man. Um, well, first, before that, we got to, no, not before that chronologically but we have another fight coming up in the ufc michael chandler against charles Oliveira. that's a pretty exciting fight man Yeah, super michael exciting. michael chandler is an exciting fighter that guy's all fast twitch muscle fibers i mean that guy just like explodes what, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on him in that in that yeah fight? no he's a, i like his work ethic i like his style like he's uh he was a former
1: bellator lightweight yeah. champion he came over here um uh, people were kind of counting him out of against dan hooker but you know even though he's a great fighter i I thought chandler would get the job done he did yet you know the the ufc is marketing him well they're investing a lot of money into him Mm -hmm. and now here he is his he's one and oh in the ufc and he's fighting for the the lightweight (laughs) title you know it's awesome but yeah yeah i'm looking forward to this fight for sure charles Oliveira is a tough tough test for him you know the the guy is so technical he's he's I think he has the most submission wins in the ufc huh. um definitely i think in the lightweight division i want to say in the entire ufc maybe i'm wrong but we we just have to check that out um really good striker the only thing that i can see with that fight is like i, I could see olivera being the new lightweight champion but i could see chandler being the champion it's uh one thing that Oliveira does not like if it gets into it gets into a tough fight and and he has his back against the wall and it and he has to dig down mm-hmm. deep, that's where sometimes in the past I've seen him kind of like start to shut down and kind of start to break. And Chandler, if he does that against Chandler, Chandler's just gonna, you know, turn it up. Yeah. And and he'll see that and, and really put it on him. But, mm-hmm. you know, so so it's hard. Like I, I said, I, I always hate to kind of predict fights because anything can happen, especially in that the situation mm-hmm. when some of the the best guys in the world are fighting if if one of them makes a mistake then the other one can capitalize
0: on it mm-hmm. um but, just,
1: but but we'll see but I, i'm super excited about that yeah fight. that's gonna be a
0: good one i, li- I like that because mm-hmm. i really like michael chandler um again that guy's just a walking bundle of fast twitch muscles man that guy just like he just He's so explosive. And he mm-hmm. does that little thing off the off the top of the Oxycon. Yeah, Backflip. Him yeah. and him and Gaethje,
1: That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And now especially with my knee injury, every time I see someone jump off of something, especially that, I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, you know, yeah. like <laughs> you feel it in your yeah, knee. Yeah, I'm
0: like, huh. Oh, so so the other fight that we want to talk about, though, and I think that's the one we really wanted to get together and talk about was this whole Ben Askren. I'm using the word fight in italics, by the way. Uh, cause it's more of an exhibition, um, because one of the people isn't even a fighter hmm. and that's the whole Jake Paul, Ben Askren fight on the, uh, on the, on the 17th. Yeah. April 17th. So <laughs> I thought you'd be the perfect person <laughs> to, to dis- dissect this. And the reason I'm, I'm saying that is because you were a wrestler. I mean, mm-hmm. you were a wrestler, right? And, yeah. then, and then you had to discover your hands, right? Mm-hmm. And so you had to like, you had to approach everything from a wrestler and you're going against strikers and like you had a, you had an evolution from a wrestler to probably now known for your striking I think yeah I mean, like you, like if you watch any of my fights in the UFC yeah. people just think I'm
1: from a, a boxing background right. and even when I go box you know at boxing gyms mm-hmm. they're like oh how long has he been boxing my mm-hmm. my boxing coach is like oh he's a wrestler and they're like what I know yeah right yeah
0: yeah so 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 I thought you'd be perfect because you you kind of understand like the wrestler's mentality like a Ben mm-hmm. Askren I mean the thing that Ben Askren and I don't know if Ben Askren can never be a good striker or if he just has never tried because his wrestling is so good. I mean, what do you, what do you think? No, I, I think like in MMA,
1: it's like mixed martial arts. So it's like, you have to be, good at everything you know especially as the sport has evolved over these years and it's going to continue to to evolve um you have to be good at everything you can't rely on just one aspect in martial arts because then it's like the old school ufc days when it was literally dude with one glove like a yeah (laughs) like a boxer versus like a jiu-jitsu guy and that's all it was you know It it was crazy but like ben Askren, like he's, he's such a good wrestler and he has his credentials go on and on. The guy was like, uh, I, I want to say he was a member of the U S Olympic team in 2008. He was, you know, he won the Pan Ams, Mm -hmm. uh, for wrestling. He's, he was a four time all American and at the division one level, a two time national champion, uh, you know, it doesn't get better than that. And and he has so many more uh, accomplishes and big tournaments that he's won. Um, and so he's wrestling at the highest level there possibly is and doing well. And then he's 19 and two, I want to say, as a pro yeah. mixed martial artist. And, and he was a former Bellator and, and the won. former one championship yeah. welterweight champion. So this guy has fought some of the most dangerous people in mixed martial arts and and in the ufc okay he was one and two um but he has notable wins over robbie lawler which was a little mm-hmm. controversial but robbie lawler hits hard he's a scary dude and then he has the former or right now douglas lima he's he, the
0: he beat lima
1: yeah and he's people the forget former, about that. or right now he's the bellator welterweight yeah, champion right and then lyman good which is like another phenomenal fighter and, and the list goes on from there too so he's man, he knows how to fight. Even at that he's been competing and doing well at the best level there possibly is. So Jake Paul, he's young, you know, he hasn't ever, this is his first fighter he's fighting, you know, because he fought a YouTuber that was zero and zero making his pro debut, which I don't even know if that guy, I just know his last name was like, is it Gim or Yim or something like that? But he, he was like, 0-0 0-0 making his pro debut he's 0-1 because he lost jake paul and now then he fought uh a retired basketball yeah, player yeah he fought robinson, robinson and nate robinson and you know he was not a pro boxer but it, they had to right. get obviously because of the commission to sanction it they had to have their pro card so he was 0-0 and now he's 0-1 he'll probably never box again professionally yeah. nate robinson so yeah, it, it's it, it's interesting, and I think they're both doing really well because the thing that Jake Paul does is he's, you know, he 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 plays the character of like the bad guy, and he he does stuff because whether you hate him or you like him, like people are going to buy this this pay per view, and he's going to make a shit ton of money, and he has made a ton of money, and Ben Ben Askren is probably going to make one of his biggest paydays, so it's it, it, it's kind of cool just because from a sake from being in my position where. You know, we don't get paid that well unless you're at the top of the top, or you're like one of their cash cows, or something like that that bring in a ton of money. It's cool that they're both getting paid, but
0: yeah, it's uh, well. Well, Jake did say it was his biggest payday ever. Oh, he did. He said it was his yeah. I saw the okay. an interview, and he said it was his biggest payday ever. Okay, which is, I mean, what does that say about the sport, though? That your biggest payday ever would be against a YouTuber for an exhibition well he, is oh is you saying ben ask this is ben Askren's yeah. biggest payday yeah, okay yeah, yeah. okay he said it was his biggest payday um in in mma um i don't know i don't know if that's a statement on the state of the sport or or what but or maybe it's a statement on the state of youtube <laughs> and yeah, you know yeah. the influencer culture that we have now exactly maybe it's more a statement on that because he has such a huge following mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know he has like
1: Twenty million subscribers on youtube and then whatever his social media yeah, platform yeah, has yeah, and then yeah, ben yeah. askrens but it's the same thing the ufc and all these other like the biggest platforms in the world they have much more uh, mm-hmm. of a platform and then people don't make you know people don't make a whatever. lot of i don't even know how much he's going to make i'm just curious yeah uh they, they say it's his biggest payday but then again like I don't believe any of that stuff until like I physically after the fight, if like the numbers come out and we can actually see, because you can go find a lot of fighters, uh, purses, you know, it doesn't show their pay-per-view buys if they're champions or Mm -hmm. any other like undisclosed stuff. But, um, I am curious to see what,
0: what they're both going to actually make for this fight. If they get paid. I like to see if Ben gets paid. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure sure he will. So, so as a, as a wrestler, Mm -hmm. like, you know, so in the, in the, as a guy that came up wrestling, right. And that's the, the skill that brought you to this game. What are the skills from wrestling that you think Ben can really capitalize on in a, in a, in a fight like this? I think for one, like, like I
1: said, he has the experience. He has the, the will to win. He has the heart. He can, he can push like, and even him. Okay. He's wrestled at the highest level. I come from a wrestling background. My accolades, they don't, aren't even close to what he's accomplished, Mm -hmm. you know, from that standpoint. So yeah, he he's going to take Jake Paul. I think to like another, you know, somewhere he's never been before. Right. You know, just even with like pressure and dirty boxing and doing all this stuff. And, and that's the thing about this. This is a boxing fight. If if this was a, a MMA fight or it was just like a, a street fight, you know what I mean? Like Ben Askren would take him down, and he could really do whatever he wanted to him. TKO him. You know, having him flat out. He could literally choke him unconsciously. He could. He could kill him, you know what I mean? I'm saying if he, he really wanted that. to.
0: He said that in an but, interview. but that's yeah. how it is.
1: Like he could literally yeah. do that. Like, but since it's a boxing fight and it's it's under, you know, it's a sanctioned event, I'm assuming. It's mm-hmm. there's rule sets. Um that that's the only thing that we know Ben is a, a phenomenal wrestler, a phenomenal uh grappler. One of his weaker parts of his game would be his striking, you know, but he's still He's a professional. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard. And I know Jake Paul has a size on him by a little bit. He's a bigger guy. He's younger. Yeah, but you took out a dude who was a foot taller than you. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not picking a, like who's going to win, but I could see Ben just like closing the distance and making like, you know, I don't know what the rule set that they're going under, but just kind of like weighing on his head and dirty boxing him, doing all this stuff and just kind of trying to like, you know, just tire him down and Mm -hmm. just, you know, just make him dig deep
0: and, and and take him to somewhere he's never been before. So, I mean, one of the things that I that I think about when I think about this fight and again, you're talking to a dude who's asking for to you, <laughs> to, to who's asking you for advice how not to get hit. So, Avoid take it. it. <laughs> yeah. So, take it from there. Um is I know though when you walk into a ring across and you're across, you know, the mat from a grown ass man who knows how to knock people out or knows how to hurt people. Mm. I mean, the adrenaline, right, that you must feel you're under lights. Mm. There's a, you know, there's ropes around you, there's people looking at you. Yeah. You got I'm your shirt off, right? <laughs> yeah. Um I mean that adrenaline, right? That adrenaline dump that you get at the beginning of this. I mean, I don't know if if Jake Paul has ever felt anything like that and that's something that Ben has done numerous times his entire life life. his His whole whole life life, right since he was probably 12 Mm -hmm. he's been doing this shit right walking onto a
1: mat let's go yeah he has the experience he has the time like I I feel like that's very true like I would think of this as like my first few amateur fights or Mm -hmm. you know first pro, pro fights right now it's like I, I don't know because I've been doing it so long and it I just try to treat it like a, the more relaxed I am. I try to go in there just like calm, composed, really relaxed. And then I feel like I can get into a flow state and and mm-hmm. perform a lot better. So Ben Askren is going to have that mindset going into this fight. This is going to be like a sparring fight. he I think he's taking it serious, but he's also, he's putting out videos and stuff where he's kind of like making fun of the whole situation. You know what I mean? And, and he's a funny guy, but uh, Jake, Paul, he has to be. He's going to feel that because he knows. Okay, you fought a, a a retired basketball player. You fought a YouTuber guys. They don't know how to fight, and now you're fighting a professional fighter, an elite mixed martial yep. artist, one of the top wrestlers. Like. You know, maybe he has a little chip on his shoulder and he has some money. So he's probably training with good guys and stuff. And I don't mm-hmm. know how long he's been boxing. I know he's 23 years old. I, he had his first amateur boxing fight in like 2018. So say three years, you know, and maybe he's turned it up a little in, in the past year or so. But I I, I think he's going to have a, a lot more
0: nerves than than Askren is. You know, that's for sure. For sure. So what <laughs> happens? Because let's not forget, you know, Ben Askren has been hit in the face numerous times by Robbie Lawler with four ounce gloves yeah and now we're talking about boxing gloves right yeah so the first time he hits Ben Askren in the side of the head and Ben just is like okay hmm. yeah you're not Robbie Lawler right I mean what does that do to a guy when you hit a guy and it he's just like okay yeah whatever that's your best I,
1: I think it'll just like boost his confidence that's for sure like and, and boxing is it's different like I I think they're gonna I don't know what gloves they're gonna fight with I was gonna say sparring but they're uh I want to say like 10 ounce, maybe, maybe I'm wrong, 10 to 12 ounces, but mm-hmm. we can figure that out. It's still, they hit hard. And, and from a pro boxer, you know, they'll knock people out like no other because it's mm-hmm. different. Their power is different. Like I feel like I've sparred a lot of pro boxers and stuff like that. And, and it literally is punches and bunches. Like they hit a lot harder and and the, the punches do not stop. They're going all over the place. Whereas MMA, it's like one, two, three, maybe punches, but it will boost his confidence if Jake Paul. I've seen him hit the bag and stuff and some of the stuff he was like, it looked like he's kind of like hitting it with his palm, you know, he's like slapping it more than like actually landing the knuckles like, so he's like doing stuff where maybe the ordinary person would think Oh, he's fast. He's got some, some like, you know, he knows what he's doing. But a lot of people can look good when they're shadow boxing or they're hitting the bag. It's a lot different when you are sparring or fighting someone that actually knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and punches are coming back at you that's that's a lot more difficult to look good and look flashy and look like some of the top like mayweather he can toy around with anybody you know what i mean but he knows what he's doing so if jake paul hits him and it's more of like the palm hits him mm-hmm. with a hook and i'm sure he has power he's a big guy um but i'm just saying like if it's not as powerful as Um, Askren's been hit, which I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be. That'll just build his confidence. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But then again, anything can happen in a fight. That's what makes it, especially standing up 50, 50. It's like a, you know, anything could happen. So the gas
0: tank, think the gas tank will come in uh into play here i I
1: want i want to know how like how many rounds they're fighting and what the minutes are and then i could i feel like i could tell you if they were fighting like a traditional
0: isn't it i think it's like seven or eight i could be wrong on that but i think i've heard seven or eight seven or eight rounds is it
1: three minute rounds yeah Uh yeah i think if it goes into the later rounds i think askren's you know he's gonna be able to push a lot harder Mm -hmm. and i and i think you know jake paul will start to fade because he hasn't you know, there's so much that comes into play with all this, you know, it's like he could have an adrenaline dump, so many things. Whereas this is going to be more like fun I for Ben Askren. I think he's going to, you know, he's taking it serious, like I said, but I think he's going to like mess around and do a bunch of stuff in the ring and kind of try to irritate him. You know, I just, (laughs) this is just what I'm thinking. Um, but if it goes in the later rounds, it starts to get into like Askren's going to have such an advantage because he's going to, you know, push the pace like no other. And, who knows maybe jake paul will start to fade
0: so but but as a wrestler um do you think that some of those wrestling skills can really translate to this like the foot positioning and uh, like the triangles of attack and, and things like that i mean what are your thoughts on that?
1: yeah no no 100 it, it depends on the person like for me wrestling okay the stance i feel like i picked up boxing and striking so well because it's just it's similar stance but now i'm just standing a lot taller um but I feel like I've played all sports growing up. I feel like I'm really athletic. There's a lot of wrestlers that are not athletic. And I say the way you find that out is throw them a football or throw them a basketball and you'll find out real quick if they're athletic or not. but you, you can, (laughs) it is the same because in wrestling, you want to get those angles before Mm -hmm. you penetrate and make your shot. You know what I mean? You know, and you're constantly heavy on the head. You're, you're snapping them to get those angles. It's the same thing in boxing. You don't want to stand straight in front of somebody. You're constantly feigning and faking and moving positions to get the angles on people. And then you fire, you still, you're still going away from the power hand. So yeah, I think aspirin is going to have the advantage, even though it's a boxing fight and this isn't his strong suit i would say Mm -hmm. but but i don't know i i I still think he's gonna have the advantage on jake paul like
0: yeah i agree with you and and i saw some of the fights that he had in one Mm -hmm. and he got nailed like he got nailed i saw a couple of up kicks that askren ate oh really and he ate them. yeah he ate him because he was just trying to get in right and so he took those those up kicks did knock his ass out and these were up kicks to like the, the jaw to the chin and yeah. he just like you know took it and then he got he got the position he wanted
1: yeah and he, he it, had to eat a bit right which he's good at yeah, yeah. I mean, well he he he's, he's good everywhere but it's just yeah i'm i am i am i am excited to see this fight you know what i mean uh I, I think a lot of people are kind of getting behind ben askren too and they're just <laughs> whether they want him to win you know and yeah it's just going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens if jake paul does win, it's like we'll never hear the end of him and he's talking about calling out all these other guys and yeah but (laughs) conor mcgregor and stuff but that's conor mcgregor would have a heyday with him you know what i mean oh that
0: left hand man yeah
1: there's just once yeah I, i feel like so many if he fought a you know a guy that has you know the guy that's like more proficient on his mm-hmm. feet and that's where his strong suit is there is no way in hell but it's also weird if the guy's 190 to
0: 200 pounds and he's calling out you know guys yeah, that yeah. are 155 right and stuff right like right, but, right he's calling these little guys out who knows so um so i feel kind of bad i feel suckered i feel like a sucker because <laughs> i know that at the end of the day if you strip away all the hype and you strip away all the video and you strip away the the press conference and you just put down the two resumes. And over here, you have the resume, right, of like a a two-association champion, undefeated for a decade, Olympic wrestler. Yeah. And you go, and I ask somebody on the street, okay, this guy, he's going to fight this dude. Okay, who's this dude? Um, He's fought two YouTubers and a retired basketball player who had no fight experience. Who do you pick? Yeah. I mean – 99 of 100 people would pick that and the other one is his brother right who'd pick him yeah so it's like i feel suckered that i'm even paying attention to this damn thing because if you strip away all the hype i don't think it's even going to be close
1: but it's, it's boxing that's what i'm saying in a fight fight been asking all day but now that it's just boxing and it's on its <sighs> feet it's like anything can happen i'm telling you so that <laughs> that's what makes it so intrigue intriguing and that's why so many people are going to tune in whether they think it's like bs or they they're fans of either one of the guys or you know whatever it may be they want him to lose or win vice versa like people are going to buy the pay-per-view and that's what they want and then the more pay-per-view buys the more money they make so which is well, it's <laughs> it cl- is what it
0: is, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's the classic wrestling deal, right? You got the heel, <clears> and <throat> I think Jake Paul is the is the ult- like he's turning into like the ultimate heel, man. He's getting out there. He's a heel. He's he's hyping it up, and now we all want to pay our money, which I will. Yeah, to no, I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah, it, you know? to hopefully like... see him get his ass kicked. <laughs> right. That's so. I mean, he's doing a great job. Yeah. No, he is. Yeah. They, what he's supposed to do. They both are, and that's but but you brought up a good point which is about you know the sparring because we see the videos of jake paul sparring and i see a lot of weaknesses because you're right when we were talking about the street fight and you say guys like punch sloppy and they punch from the side and, and you know if they were the real fighter the real fighter is just going to do the straight like,
1: but but even like like i'll throw a lot of looping hands and overhand rights and stuff like that but it's just uh not saying that 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 matters but like traditional boxers and and both of them aren't traditional boxers you know what i mean but um I, I don't know. I, I'm still I'm leaning towards Ben Askren just because of his his Lean resume in. and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh like, my God. no, but anything can happen. I'm telling you, he's younger. He's powerful. They're both on their feet. Like I
0: might smell a wager. here, man. <laughs> I might smell a wager coming down because <laughs> I am one hundred and ten percent. But but, you know, when you're we we're talking about the sparring that that Jake is doing and that we see the video of, you know, we have to remember, though, that he's sparring against guys that he's paying and none of them are going to hurt right or i think it's just
1: footage and stuff no people like it, when you're getting ready for a training camp like whether you're flying people a lot of people fly people in they spar them they're you're fighting like like i i go and spar with one of my buddies that's a pro boxer here in sacramento ruben and he's uh man he is good like we were doing this on friday nights it is our sparring rounds we do like eight three minute rounds um 10 three uh, minute rounds and that is way harder than the fight itself you know what i mean like call it friday night light fights like i've like who bruises on their stomach you know like he's ripping me to the body and stuff and i'm sore and have like little bruise there
0: and like we're trying to have you knock been punched, each other out you, have know you ever what been I mean? punched in the liver yeah what is it like is it because i always hear about a liver punch liver punch i yeah. see the people fall to one knee what does it feel it's the like worse like um yeah being hit in the liver is like a, a clean
1: shot to the liver is like yeah. one of the worst i'd rather take you know five punches ten punches to the face than one clean shot to really? the really you cannot do anything you just like uh it just it's debilitating and it just like it just paralyzes people and stuff and you'll see people just take a knee yeah and they want to get up knee. but they, they can't do anything they're like yeah. they're trying their mind wants yeah. to get up but they're just shut down right. they cannot do anything these like, are these are warriors and they take a knee Right, it's the worst like i'm telling you i'd, I'd rather be hit in the face all day than a that clean liver shot. liver so, does shot. it
0: like just freeze your legs or i mean what is
1: it everything Can you, you can't breathe like i i like even in sparring i've been hit with some good ones but it's like for for like my mentality i've been hit with some really good ones where i want to take a knee but i'm sparring someone i can't i'm just like mm, it's like the worst like mm, and and they know it hurts and i'm just i'm still standing there and like holding your breath because it's like one of the most excruciating painful things and like mm, and you just got to wait. then just you know but I, i've also sat a lot of people down just by going to the body so you know how to hit it you yeah. have to know how to hit it yeah it's is it there a lot yes it just depends where their hands are especially if you're you know going up top and they start guarding Mm -hmm. up here and then you're just setting it up you know it's on your your right side it's it's right here and so you just want to hit it and dig up you like push it up if you hit it clean like doesn't even have to be hard just a clean shot to it to the liver to the liver and it's 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 bad man like that's why you see it so many times in professional boxing like the best guys they can't
0: get up from a 10 count because it's 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 so bad i hear so yeah. much about it and i see i've seen like compilations of guys getting liver shots and yeah. again big badass warriors Give me, and give me like, some 16s
1: i'll out. show you oh yeah. <laughs> <No. just kidding. laughs> <laughs> no,
0: man i cry when i <laughs> stub my baby toe are you, are you kidding me um yeah so canelo is really good at that yeah i know really good just all yeah, day that's one of my favorite boxers at that yeah. liver man yeah um well I you know it's going to be a great fight. You know, speaking of that, when I was talking about this, the sparring partners, you know, I I work out at a gym called Urban Sprawl, mm-hmm. which is a great gym, and they have yeah. a really good MMA club there, um, MMA Gold. Yeah, and they're actually on a, they're doing pretty well right now. The Aspen Lad is there and uh, yeah, Fluffy. Fluffy and Max and
1: Griffin, Max and, Griffin. So that's what uh, I was going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, they so, have a handful of people too. Yeah. Some other people. Um, is it Mari? I can't ever mm-hmm. pronounce her name. Marion Renault and then uh, Marion Renault. That's right. And Andrea Lee.
0: Mm, uh, I've seen her I, I think they. Just,
1: yeah they, they just come in like for their camps but I know like the main yeah. people that are there yeah
0: actually you know what's funny is Lee um, what's her name is it Andrea Lee yeah Andrea Lee she so I, I didn't know who she was and she was uh, I was on the treadmill because uh-huh. it's, it's so the gym is set up in an interesting fashion it's kind of cool actually <clears throat> yeah because they have a really great weight room and then the fighters are like right in the middle so they're like fighting and so you guys can run on the treadmill and watch mm-hmm. their kind of mm-hmm. practice and they're oh, coming over cool. to the weight room. So, um, there are some machines that are actually like face, like I am from me to you from the ring. Oh, wow. So like, you know, they're in there sparring and I'm right there. And it's it's just, again, it's really cool. It's yeah. a, it's a great environment. Um, but I was on the treadmill and I was trying to listen to something And Lee, um, I didn't know that she was a fighter Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody was with her and she was doing the tire, you know, where she was pushing the tire across the road. And she kept grunting, like really loud. She'd be like, (laughs) "Raw, raw," And I kept giving her dirty looks like, man, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Come on now, keep it down. And then later, like... I was like, man, who was that chick? And they're like, they told me who she was. And I was like, oh, damn, man. She could have kicked my ass. (laughs) Right. You got to be careful. You (laughs) got to be careful, careful, man. I I would never make that mistake. Like when you're punched too, you
1: want to exhale. So some people have, you know, like, they'll go like, shh, like exhale. You know, Mm -hmm. I do that a lot too. Not like, you know, I feel like I like, it's just different. It's not like shh, but it's like, it's kind of like a, like what you were just saying, but maybe not as much, but (laughs) I I, I don't
0: know. It's like, everyone has their own thing and it's, uh, it just... Well, God, helps. God bless Conserve her. Some um, but oh, so Max Griffin, right? So yeah. I see him in the gym all the time, right? Uh-huh. Like, and I'm always like, God, ah, that guy's really good. Really yeah. good. Um, then I saw him on UFC fight night the other night uh-huh. and he was fighting, uh, I forget who the guy was, uh, but... It was Song. I forget his yeah. last name, but yeah. yeah. yeah right. Song. And um, <laughs> the guy was doing good and then, bam, knocked him out, right? With <laughs> strikes. And yeah. I was like, I've never seen a guy strike like that in the gym yeah so i started thinking oh these guys don't go at the same speed when they're sparring yeah not 100 percent. It, yeah. it just depends like some gyms do um
1: but now it's like a, a lot of things are evolving and, and people are getting smarter like like mm-hmm. i've always said like if you're if you want to be a fighter a mixed martial artist at the professional level especially at the highest level you have to whether you come from a wrestling background maybe you don't come from any background of a football or baseball background but you have to put in the the time so we call it mat time whether it's wrestling it's jujitsu, you have to go to uh jiu-jitsu tournaments and, and grappling matches so you get comfortable with like competing and everyone watching you just kind of, so you get the nerves out you have to spar hard like boxing rounds where you guys are fighting you you have to otherwise you're not just going to go test it out in your your first fight because that may not go well for you so you have to put in a significant time at the beginning to, to build up the confidence and build up the reaction. Cause a lot of times if people throw punches at you, people are squinting and turning their head. You don't want to do that. You want to get to the point where someone's throwing a punch at you and you're just trying to slip and barely make a miss and graze you, you know, I and mean, make that note. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> don't turn your head, but, but that's what you that. you know, you're, you're constantly <laughs> doing. So, Some of these guys like, like Max and like some of these guys that are at the highest level, they've been in martial arts their whole life. They, I I was fighting with Max on the the regional Mm -hmm. scene and all of them, Aspen, uh, Fluffy, Max Griffin. We were all part of the West coast fighting championship and Max was a champion and Aspen Mm -hmm. was a champion. Fluffy was a champion. So it's like, uh, it was kind of a feeder program to, Mm -hmm. you know, to the, to the UFC and, uh, they've put in their time. So now they just need to go with, Training partners that they trust that aren't gonna like retaliate if they accidentally hit them hard and try to hurt them. So you have to go with someone you're gonna trust. You have to like take care of your partner, but you have to work because the ultimate goal is we have to get to the fight because that's where the money is. I I've been in hundreds, probably yeah, i hundreds and hundreds of fights in the gym. I don't get paid for a damn thing, uh, in the gym and, and injuries come with those, Mm -hmm. you know? So now we're just to the point where it's like, we protect ourselves. We're doing what we need to with our reaction and our speed, but just, uh, not committing a hundred percent. We're working on speed, but then just letting off the power. Um, so we can get to the fight, you know, and protect
0: our brain. So (laughs) the reason I I bring this up and I'm glad you, you expounded on it is because see, I don't think Jake Paul has seen that power or speed yet. Even though, even though Ben Askren isn't known for striking, I think he's going to hit him harder than anyone has hit him in the sparring. It, yeah,
1: just it just depends who's like who he's sparring with. That's what I'm saying. He has money. He's probably going to, you know, he's probably going to some some good gyms. He's probably working with some good boxing coaches, you know, and I bet he's getting some hard rounds where they're they're not taking it easy but i I bet they're going hard it depends who they're fighting like if he's going with one of the top like boxers in his weight class or whatever like they're probably giving him really good looks and hitting him hard but maybe easing up on it just a little bit so i bet i I, I don't know i would think i would hope that he's getting these good rounds you know what i mean i would hope because you don't want to the first time you get hit hard I, I, under the lights. I, right? I, I, I think he is, you know, think like, so? I think they both are taking this very serious, but then they're just, you know, they're, they're having more fun and just making these different videos. Like they're not really doing anything mm-hmm. like that, not that's, that. That's my thought because okay. you don't want to show people what you're, you're, you're doing. Like, so I have a, a I don't know. I, I just really believe that they're working their asses off and they're going to, who knows? It might be a, a mm-hmm. good turn into actually a good competitive boxing match, but but we'll see, you know, like we really don't know, you know, we really don't know until
0: April 17th. All right. Well, we're going to find out on April 17th and we're going to continue. I think we should do this more often, honestly. Yeah. Let this me know. Really time. Yeah, this so is We fun. get some of your, maybe get a friend of yours in here. We could talk to them, pick a part, pick their career apart. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I want the entire MMA world to know that Quintana is 110% with the <laughs> MMA guy. <laughs> Emmett <laughs> is hedging no, his I, bets. I'm, to- I'm leaning towards Ben Askren, of course, you know,
1: but I'm just like, I hate predicting fights. I can make... Like, if I'm betting, if I'm in Vegas doing some stuff, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do it just on, like, the big favorites. I don't even know what the... What's the line? I'm uh, assuming... I'm assuming is the favorite, right? But... I don't know. Well, people
0: might well, be just going off of size. You know what I mean? Or people...
1: A lot of people, they don't know anything about fighting. And they just... Whoever's, like... Yeah. Whoever they're a fan of, they just go... Like, there's yeah. no way they can it's win. It's probably like, all these YouTubers yeah, but, laying money on them. But, yeah. So, who knows? But it's, yeah. like, anything can happen. But, yeah, I'm leaning towards Ben Askren. But then who knows? anything jake paul's mm-hmm. a bigger guy too you know so we'll, yes, and yes. it's a boxing
0: match i'm telling you watch anything can Ain't happen no in lean fight. in here q don't <laughs> lean q stands up straight <laughs> i'm banned all the way man but we want to we want to continue to do this and i want to really like follow your comeback you know it's a pretty heroic comeback for what for what happened to you and and watch your your fights as you go back and and get that title that that is yours that you deserve, man. And you that's would right. have it now if if you hadn't <laughs> well, blown no, that, that's blown what, that that's what I'm gunning for. You know, I think every fighter mm-hmm. in the world like you have
1: to think like you can beat anybody. And then I think a lot of us have the same goal. Otherwise, there's no point to be in the sport. Mm-hmm. Or why are you fighting? You know what I mean? Because if if I think like, oh man, I'm going to fight this guy, but I'm going to get my ass kicked, like why are you even fighting? You know what I mean? So I think a lot of us have the same mindset, especially as you get to the the top. And, and I would hope people just getting in the sport do. I I know I had that, that vision and that goal, uh, from the get go, you know, when I, Mm. before I had my first amateur fight, I only wanted to fight in the UFC or nothing. And, And then I got there and then set new goals and I'm getting closer and closer. So would you fight a YouTuber? Yeah. hundred percent. Right. If I was making <laughs> right. ridiculous yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Not, it would that's be, what you're here for. Yeah. Right. Like, like, <laughs> that's why, like, I obviously, I think I'm good at it, but it, you know, I, I enjoy the lifestyle. You know, I, I want to make, I want to set like my family up and stuff that, you know, just, yeah. just for the future and stuff. And so yeah, if I could go fight someone, a YouTuber and make yeah. a few million dollars, like, Hey, sign me up. I want to, I'll fight, I'll fight up at, I'll fight up at 200 pounds, you know? <laughs> you <well>. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I like sign that.
1: me up, you know? <laughs> Uh, I'll fight with my ACL and how my knee is right
0: now. I'll fight. Two you still weeks fight? Now, <laughs> yeah, for a few million dollars. It's like that, that one MMA guy who was a champ and then he, he retired and he hmm. was fighting dudes with like his arm taped to his side. I don't know. He was this really big heavyweight, Carwin- He's oh, like, Shane Carwin? Shane Carwin, yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know he was uh, yeah. he was fighting people out after yeah. he retired. Yeah, he was, was fighting. Well, it was kind of an exhibition. Okay. He, he would have his arm, like, taped yeah. to his body. And okay. He only had that, like, one <laughs> one arm. Oh, that's he was, awesome. He was, he was knocking fuckers beat, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. Saying, he's saying He was them up. Just yeah. like when I, because I'm going to be your agent on this, uh, <laughs> and when I arrange these YouTube fights, and you're going to be fighting dudes with one leg. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not... uh, yeah, right now. Two weeks. Sign me <laughs> two up. Two weeks. All right, man. Thank you so much, Josh Emmett. Uh. Yeah, out of Sacramento, the king of the nine one six, right? <laughs> I don't think anyone's ranked higher in Sacramento than you. No, they're from our team. You know, I train with team oh, Alpha Male. Uh, Cody, Cody, I
1: think he's ranked fourth or fifth right now, but different weight classes, different weight class. Yeah, all right, man. But yeah, no, it's
0: it's coming. All right, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. And um April seventeenth is the uh the Paul Askren fight, and we will continue down the josh emmett journey and let you know when your next fight is going to be cool thank you i appreciate it thanks for being here yep you bet all right